0: Welcome back to the DealMakers podcast show with serial entrepreneur Alejandro Cremades, best-selling author of The Art of Startup Fundraising and co-founder at Panthera Advisors. In this podcast, we ask our guests about their successful acquisitions and financing rounds. Hey, guys, welcome to the DealMakers show. So today we have a really amazing uh, episode, you know, that we have ahead of us, you know, with uh, a European founder. And obviously, I'm a little bit biased, you know, being European too, but uh, what we have ahead of us, you know, it's going to be a tremendous episode, very inspiring. We're going to be talking about the uh, building, scaling, financing, all of that good stuff. And then also, you know, our guest today not only has built a uh, unicorn companies and now his current a uh, baby, which is a rocket ship. We're going to be talking about that too. He's raised quite a bit of money for that as well. But the first one obviously didn't pan out, you know, so obviously as as we know, you either succeed or you learn. And there's going to be tons of lessons that we're going to be discussing today with you all. So without further ado, let's welcome our guest today, Jordan Julie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very happy to be here. So originally born and raised in Paris. So give us a walk through memory lane. How was life growing up?
1: Yeah. So, you know, growing up in Paris, it was, uh, so first of all, gray, right? Uh, uh, as the weather is is, is mostly gray. Uh, then, then it was uh, like... S- s- pretty interesting from a, like from a student standpoint you know you go to, to, to public school uh, because in france uh, you know it's, it's it's where you go then then i and i managed to enter one of the uh, uh, great engineering schools uh, uh, that that is, that is also in in uh, in, in uh, near paris uh, and then i had the opportunity as soon as possible to uh, to study abroad uh, and to be able to live abroad so i've done uh, i've done a bit of work in london and then i studied in the silicon valley in stanford uh, and so I was able to, to compare,
0: I would say, the, the the two education models. To compare notes. Eh? But one thing that is very important that, uh, that you're missing, you know, and that we got to touch on is the fact that your parents were also entrepreneurs. And uh, you saw them building and scaling their own business. You know, basically, they were doing uh, on-premise uh, software for banks. But I'm wondering, you know, this is really incredible because obviously in Europe, now this is changing but the mentality, especially back then, it was either you would finish school and you would become a banker or a lawyer or a doctor or a consultant right uh, but really becoming an entrepreneur is it hasn't been that uh, well received until you know very recently so how was you know the journey of you being able to experience your fu- your parents you know like really going through the cycles and emotions also of being founders themselves
1: Yes, yeah, so both my parents they they launched their company. Uh, it was uh, uh, in '95, in uh, so we were—I uh, I was like six years old, and my little sister were were were, were four. Uh, so, and and they worked together. So 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 they took a big risk, you know, as parent, as a family, to kind of uh, you know dive into entrepreneurship, quit your—I uh, uh, would say your 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 sal- your salary jobs—to uh, try to launch your your thing. So. They, they they took definitely big big risks uh, and and at first I remember that when we visited the first office of this company you know it was like uh, you could barely you know fit four people in there uh, so that so that was like very very small and then uh, eventually they uh, well we were lucky enough that the, the the company you know worked pretty well so they started selling you know kind of a, 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 I would say back office solutions for for regional banks. Uh, you know they, they 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 sign one bank, then two, then ten, etc. So we kind of uh, lived with with my sister with I would say the uh, uh, you know the, the 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 expansion of this uh, of the, of this company that that eventually adlo- allowed us to uh, I would say uh, move I would say the the move up the social the social ladder, uh, and so that was uh, that, that was very inspiring. We were uh, like moving flats every three years. Uh, and it was only like a bigger apartment. So that, that was nice. And, uh, and, you know, during, at, at dinner, like the family dinners, it was more about like, you know, discussing the business, uh, the people problems, the uh, customer stuff, et cetera, rather than, you know, talking about schools or things like that. So, uh, I have this kind of a model where, uh, with entrepreneurship, you can, uh, you can build your own freedom, uh, and you can like, uh, build the, the, the stuff, how you want to, uh, how you want to do it and that uh, you can like uh, enjoy yourself uh, uh, a lot while keeping a pretty good, I would say, uh, uh, family work balance. So that that was definitely uh, pretty inspiring. And maybe last last thing to say that it was a fully, uh, like uh, it was a self-funded model. So 100% uh, profitable. They had like huge, uh, I would say, uh, pretty good uh, uh, gross margin. So on, th- on that part as well, being a founder of like uh, venture-backed companies uh, I see that how hard it is to generate, uh, uh, you know, profitability, and that's one of the main topics for tw- 2024. Uh, so yeah, I have a lot of, uh, I would say, admiration for their, uh, for their, for their path.
0: So in your case, you, as you were saying, you landed in Stanford, uh, Silicon Valley. You know, you were obviously experiencing the land of innovation, right? I mean, it's just unbelievable there now. I guess I guess for you, how was that experience like?
1: So both my parents are engineers so i'm, I'm, I'm not uh, i have uh, i don't have any credit into into picking engineering schools uh, then what I wanted to do was to be like a banker like a, you know a trader or a quant analyst you know i I saw the movie wall street uh, uh, that that you know you have like all the traders in 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 new york city i thought okay that 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 that's very exciting uh, I did my, my first internship at the uh, at the city of London, which was great, and then I landed at Stanford, you know, uh, to study financial mathematics, uh, to eventually come back uh, uh, to work at uh, at UBS. Uh, but when you land, you know, in in, in California and, uh, and and especially at Stanford, like most of your classes are about computer science, or uh, that's actually what they teach best. You know, some of the teachers are like yeah, I, I had a class with Peter Thiel. I had a class with uh, with Sam Altman. Uh, I had a class with the first, uh, I would say, uh, uh, business angel investors in Google. Uh, so those are pretty inspiring, uh, inspiring guys. And uh, and yeah, uh, and the, the, what they tell you is that uh, you know you should uh, you should try, uh, you should try and, and launch your startup and build your ideas, etc., uh, uh, to 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 live the experience. So uh, at the end of my studies, when I came back to France. Uh, it was kind of obvious that I wanted to try, having also in mind that I have the, this, I would say, uh, uh, the this uh, family context of, uh, of entrepreneurs. So I didn't have any choice but to
0: try. So then, talking about trying, you know, the uh, the first company, you know, that comes knocking, you know, that is uh, Rebi. I believed, no, and uh, yeah, Rebel yeah Rebo. so 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 what was how how did you guys you know go about this because obviously it's the, it's the first rodeo it's your first company, and obviously it wasn't the outcome that you guys had hoped for too, so I'm sure that the lessons there there were absolutely unbelievable so 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 walk us through what was that journey of of launching the business and and what happened because it was pre product market fit when the obviously the failure you know occurred uh
1: so when when I came back to france uh, it was uh... Early 2013. Uh, uh, basically, since then I, I, I had like four professional experiences. Uh, the four of them in startups, uh, and three as a co-founder. Uh, so the, the first one was Rebel uh, right after school with uh, my best friend from school, actually. So we came back from Stanford. You know, the two of us. We were like, okay, so we uh, we followed uh, entrepreneurship, uh, you know, uh, uh, classes, etc. We 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 know how to code. So obviously, we are going to launch something. Uh, uh, we explored, uh, I would say, a bunch of uh, industries uh, uh, and we landed into the, the newspaper industry uh, in the sense that we thought that, uh, uh, you know, it was an industry with like huge uh, uh, transformations. So we were like, okay, there is probably some room for two people that know nothing about the industry uh, and be able to build some stuff in it. Uh, that was obviously, I would say, uh, uh, pretty presumptuous. Uh, and yeah, and so we, we kind of, uh, we did every mistake, uh, possible mistake. So we spent the first six months doing a business plan without leaving the room, you know? So we were like reading articles, uh, uh theorizing about uh, the future of newspaper. And then we build like a business plan uh, that was uh, eventually completely useless. Uh, then we spent like about six months, you know, building a product without talking to anybody. Uh, uh, that was, uh, that was also like a bad, uh, bad thing. And then we spent the remaining six months trying to gather user, uh, users and, and applying to incubators uh, without any business model. And so we got declined from like, uh, one, two, three, four incubators. And at the fifth one, when, when the guys, you know, told us, but you don't have any business model. And we were like, yeah, but why do we need to have one? Uh, you have like the Facebook and Twitters uh that don't have any business model, they just scale and it's good, it's good enough, right? And plus we are we came from Stanford, so you should trust us, right? Uh when they say no because our business was crap and they were right, uh then we decided to kind of uh you know stop. Uh, uh and I would say the few learnings that we have is that so the, the two of us we were not like complementary enough, my friends and I. we were both like uh, uh I would say product ish guys, uh wanted to code stuff. Uh, and we didn't, uh, like, uh, go out, uh, you know, uh, in the street uh, uh, to try to sell the business before building it. Uh, so that, that
0: that was, I think, the biggest uh, the biggest mistake. So I guess uh, in that regard, as they say, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. Now, in your case, you know, it happened with Spendisk. So what do you think needed to happen for you to all of a sudden land in the opportunity and what was possible with Spendisk? and? And how hard it was, you know, to go at it again because obviously the first experience was not so, uh, you know, not 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 the desired outcome. You know, it wasn't as 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 positive as you had hoped for. But, you know, how did you really build yourself up to go and do it again? So, so I think one of one of
1: the the toughest thing, you know, for, for this experience, it's it's not the fact that we failed in a sense that we didn't find like product market fit, we didn't have uh, like a lot of users nor reviews. It's more, I would say, the opportunity cost. Because uh, uh, while you are trying to build your, I would say, like shitty business, uh, you have your friends that, that started their careers in banks in consulting, and they're, they're starting to make good money. And they're like, but wh- wh- why are you using your time, you know, uh, uh, Jordan, on this like stupid, uh, you know, blog stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, so uh, at, at the end of it, your, your, your self-confidence, it's kind of, uh, it's uh, is at its lowest. Uh, So you need to kind of uh, refill, I would say, in terms of like uh, energy and self-confidence to to try again. Uh, So I I did that by joining, I would say, a company as first product manager for about two years. Uh, uh, And this company was initially co-founded by like some very big guys, super experienced guys. So I was like, you know, as a 25 years old uh, uh, guy, uh, uh you know i w- I, w- I would be able to work with some people that uh, they know where they want to they know what they want to do they know where they're going to uh, uh to move the business so i'm going to be able to to learn a ton from them uh, and so i i worked with them for about 2 years and at the end of it i was like okay so i i i think it's super like uh, i i i learned a lot but i i i disagree with some things in terms of like how they approach I don't know product. How they approach uh, company culture and uh, and I feel that I I I have the feeling that I really want to kind of uh, you know dive again uh, and uh, and be able to not only build a product but also like build a company culture that uh, would uh, value I don't know a bit more uh, I would say transparency etc. And uh, that context I kind of uh, you know uh, started looking for uh, for new potential co-founders. Uh, and then you get to meet people and then you, you get excited about stuff. And so I got excited with those guys that were starting to build virtual uh, 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 credit cards for businesses. And I was like, okay, uh, the fact that it's virtual, it, uh, it's good. Uh, uh, the fact that it's going to touch like payments, finance, etc. It's at the crossroad of uh, of uh, what I know. Let's try it. Uh, But it was a very uh, uneducated decision.
0: I hear you. So then, I guess for the uh, people that are listening to really get it, what ended up being the business model of Spendesk?
1: Yeah. So, so, so we launched Spendesk. Uh, so I joined as a late co-founder and and head of product there. So in charge of building, I would say the the features, the softwares, and also the the fintech related stuff. Um, and basically, Spendesk Spendesk products. Can you can you hear me? It cuts a bit. Yeah. Uh, 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 spendex product is a um, is a spend management software so we are working with uh, we were working with SMEs all across Europe uh, and help them better manage their better manage their purchases so we would uh, like uh, issue uh, uh, credit cards for their employees and then you have a software to manage uh, approval flows uh, do your bookkeeping uh, keep your budgets uh, all this kind of stuff um, and so basically, uh, and so we grew from like uh, three to 200 employees when I left uh, four years later. Uh, and today, Spendesk, it's, uh, it's the 25th uh, uh, French uh, unicorn. So pretty, uh, pretty big uh, thing. Uh, uh, but when I left, it was not a unicorn yet. Uh, yet. It was uh, So I left too early.
0: Hey guys, so pardon the interruption here. So I got to tell you that. with that being said, if you would like to find out more, feel free to send me an email at alejandro at panteraadvisors.com and we would love to take a look at helping you out. So what do you think were the uh, key ingredients for Spendist to uh, to make it so big like that?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so, so first of all, I think we had like a true, I would say, uh, a true innovative product. So before, before us, you had like expense management solutions, which were like Pretty big like pure software, then you had like uh, uh, corporate cards which were like pure cards uh, uh, from from banks and etc and 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 we kind of mixed the two. so we embedded cards into an expense management software, and this completely shifted the user experience. it completely shifted the business model as well. Uh, and so back to your question. The, the business model was very interesting. It was a mix of a uh, SaaS, uh, subscription, like very, uh, very high margin, very recurring, et cetera, and a mix of, uh, uh revenues from payments, uh, uh, which is like, uh, very correlated with usage. And, and, uh, and so the fact, the fact that we had like a two leg business model, uh, made the, 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 the company like, uh, very interesting from, a, from a, like a VC standpoint. Uh, and so we managed to kind of, uh, Raise a lot of money, uh, and then we invested this money into like more product, I would say, development, but also I would say a bigger uh, acquisition uh, uh, machine. Uh, and and on that second part, I think this is also what uh, explains the the, the uh, uh the success of Spendesk is that we we built like a, a super efficient B two B sales acquisition uh, uh, machine, uh, and so yeah, we were. Uh, we, we were able to, to 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 sign a lot of deals and to offer a, a, a very nice uh, user experience.
0: So it sounds like uh, the company was going amazing. Um, you know, ended up becoming a unicorn. You know, and being the uh, founder of a company like that is is pretty unbelievable. So I guess what what made you want to uh, look for greener pastures? Uh,
1: yeah. So so I, I, I left Spendesk mid mid 2020. Uh, so we were post series B, 200 people in the team. We raised like more than 50 million euros, uh, like growing a lot. Uh, yeah. And I basically, uh, I basically left. Uh, so, so that's, I, I think, I think that's because I was, uh, so w- when, when, when I joined as, 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 a, as early founder, uh, my goal was to, uh, since, sin, since I didn't manage to, to do it with Dribble, uh, it's, it was to reach like uh, you know product market fit and to do like uh, series a uh and once we achieved those goals i kind of uh, didn't really like uh, actualize my personal goals uh so after the series b i was like you know i uh, uh, i reached my my personal goals uh what's uh, what's next for me uh, uh and 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 then i would say that post series b you know the the challenges are much more around like scanning the business, scanning the organization, building, I would say, uh, hiring machines, building career path machines, etc. And that was, I would say, uh, that were uh, challenges where uh, uh, I, I had a bit uh, less of a fit uh, on the personal note and so less of an impact as a co-founder. And so I was like, okay, uh, uh, I, think, I think it's time
0: for me to, to, to move on. So then what did that look like, you know, turning the page? So first of all, I
1: felt, uh, so it was very empty, you know, so one day, like you, you, you're, you're, I would say, uh, uh, you know, investing 200% of your time, of your energy, et cetera, all you, all you have into this, uh, into this business. And then the next day you are, you're alone, uh, uh, you know, like playing video games, uh, uh at your, at your home. Uh, uh, so yeah, so, 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 because I didn't leave spend to build something else, I just left.
0: So then, walk us through what was the um, that that journey like? You know, all the way to obviously landing with facto, which is uh, you know your latest company. What was that journey like? You know, to uh, all of a sudden figuring out what that next chapter would be.
1: Yeah. So 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 first of all, I took like six months off, completely off, uh, not thinking about uh, like a uh, next business, but really like digest the learnings. Uh, I, 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 uh, and, and kind of uh, refill, you know, the, the, the energy levels, uh, that I think is, uh, is, is, super important, you know, as entrepreneur to really have like a, uh, good energy levels. Uh, and so, yeah, so I try to kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, write, first of all, some of the, some of the learnings, my experience, et cetera, to kind of, uh, you know, take all of this out of your head to. Basically, to be able to best figure out, you know, what's important for you and uh, what what would make sense, you know, for me next. Uh, and at the end of uh, then, then obviously, I took uh, a bit of uh, like uh, leisure time, right? So uh, I did a bit of kitesurfing. I did a bit of like cooking classes, uh, but it was during COVID. So not a lot of travel, unfortunately. Uh, and yeah, and, and uh, basically uh, end 2020. I was like, okay, so either I try to apply to be like a senior product manager at Stripe, or basically in a in a large uh, you know fintech scaler, or uh, I launch a new business. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and I, I couldn't resist. I would say the uh, the adrenaline of uh, diving
0: in again. So then let's talk about diving again. Tell us yeah. about the facto. Why the facto out of all things? I mean, now is the second. You know, two startups that you've done, third, Rodeo. So obviously you were very well-versed. You know, you knew what the uh, journey of building something from nothing looked like. So why De facto? What made you feel that the opportunity of De facto was meaningful enough for you to invest 200% of your time?
1: Yep. So, 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 so first of all, we, we first decided to, uh, to, to, to launch a company together with my two co-founders. And then we decided to launch De facto. Uh, and so, 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 so I think the the most important thing is the, is the co-foundership and the, and the people you are, you're working with. Uh, this is, this is the things that we, that cannot move. Uh, and then, you know, the ideas, the project, the business, the business model, whatever you, you can iterate on that. Um, so we really spend a lot of time, you know, uh, uh kind of uh, discussing together with my two co-founders, uh, uh, aligning on the, on the type of companies that we wanted to build uh, aligning on the ambition, etc., before uh, before uh, launching the company, uh, and I think we took about like three months to do so. Uh, but also, there's a, there's a lot of Serendipity in that. Uh, like, what w- what are the odds to kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, find someone that you get along with uh, together, that you have fun working with, that you are complementary, that you have similar ambitions. Uh, similar, I would say, uh, work-life targets, uh, uh, work-life balance targets, uh, and uh, uh, and I would say that that you are available uh, at the same times. How did you meet them, by the way? Yeah, so so, so there is Marco, is a friend from school, from uh, so we both studied in, in France, and then we both studied in the valley, and then Marco stayed in in the in the Silicon Valley for for about ten years, before moving back to France, uh, and when we moved back, we kind of uh, you know got in touch again. Uh and, and then there's Morgan with a, a friend from Spendesk. Uh who so we used to work together, uh not directly in the same teams, but uh yeah, we, 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 we used to get along well and then uh she she, she, she decided to, to also leave Spendesk to uh, uh to build a business together. Uh so yeah. That's incredible.
0: Now, for all of us, what is de facto? What are you guys doing at de facto?
1: Yeah, so so. So what we are trying to do here is to kind of uh, so 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 first of all we 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 like the, the the SMEs ecosystem in in Europe. Uh, so 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 at, at Spendesk we kind of uh, you know build a solution for SMEs. So we were in touch with like thousands of SMEs all across Europe with their CEOs, with their CFOs, with their accountants, etc. And so we were you know offering them I would say a a, a solution to better manage their their purchases. Uh, like, you know, workflows, budgets, et cetera. But at the end of the day, you know, those guys, they, they, they would need cash to pay. Right. Uh, and so when you take a look at, um, at the different solutions that, that exist today, it's, it's mostly coming from banks. Uh, so it's like, uh, you know, credit lines or, or factoring, uh, you know, from, from banks. And it's pretty, pretty expensive and pretty heavy, uh, to set up. And so we were like, okay so there there there's there's a huge need you know so working capital for s m b s it's pretty uh we 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 thought that we could we could serve it you know like uh a, a quicker and nicer way uh so like any it, and it's huge uh, in terms of like market size uh for you to have an idea, working capital financing it's a, it's a, it's eighteen percent of the g d p in france so it's like four hundred and 500 billion euros that is uh, 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 fa- factored every year. And that's for us the, the, the addressable market. So, so, so we were like, okay, that, that's a huge pain on, on, on a target that we like, that we start to know well uh, with solutions that, uh, uh, that are pretty old. So, so yeah, we tried uh, to, to tackle this problem. So we're basically building a, a credit infrastructure to, to deliver, I would say, instant uh, lending to SMEs uh, all across Europe.
0: And how much capital have you guys raised to date? Yes,
1: yeah, so so we did. Uh, I would say uh, uh, three uh, uh, series: uh, one one pre seed, and one, one one series A, and one series A extensions. So we raised in total twenty five million dollars uh, uh, for for equity. But but the the, the interesting aspect of, of us is that today we are doing a, so lending on our own balance sheet. We thought that if we really wanted to, kind of. Uh, you know, change the user experience of lending, we needed to get a license ourselves and be the origin, and be the lender of record. And so that's what we do. And so to, to basically lend, uh, you know, to, to companies, you need to have money. Uh, and so we build, a, 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 I would say, a, a line of debts uh, of like uh, more than 170 million euros to be, to be able to lend this money to, uh, to our customers.
0: That's amazing. So we raised a lot of debt. So so I guess, you know, when, when it comes to raising money, you know, especially on the equity side, um, vision, you know, is really what matters. No? Uh, and, you know, whether you're looking to onboard investors, to onboard customers, employees, vision is key. So I guess in that regard, imagine if you were to go to sleep tonight and you wake up in a world where the vision of de facto is fully realized. What does that world look like?
1: So so we believe that that everything should be instant and moving toward instant things. So first of all, for, for example, uh, when when you try to watch a movie, you know you, you don't go to the to the to the blockbuster anymore. You just go on Netflix. It's, it's instant. Uh, uh, when you want to send money to some friends uh, uh, in in France, you use like uh, I don't know, Lydia in the US. It's Venmo, etc. It's it's instant. Uh, uh, and it should be the same when, when you when when you want to ship, you know, uh, when you want to order something on Amazon, you get it you know the next day. It's uh, almost instant. And so. We believe that uh, uh, to best pilot your business, uh, you need to have like super reactive solutions in terms of like, uh, I don't know, engineering, uh, uh, servers, but also finance. And so what we try to do here is to be basically be, be able to offer financing to any B2B transactions that that occur online uh, in the most instant way. Uh, uh, so it means that we need to engage with, with our customers where they are, buying and selling their their goods or services. We need to be able to underwrite, you know, those guys and their counterparties in real time. And then we need to have, like, uh, I would say, investors that would trust us also in real time. And so we are basically building all these payment rails, all these financing rails to offer the the, the most instant uh, experience in lending, basically.
0: So then then I guess uh, in that regard as well, the... Question that I want to ask you is you know thinking about the past, but then also with a lens of reflection, right? Imagine if I was to put you into a time machine and I bring you back to that moment where you were in Stanford, you were attending amazing lectures from the likes of Peter Thiel, you know the investors of Google, all of that, and you were able now you know you you're at the point where you're thinking about doing something of your own, and let's say you had the opportunity of having a sit down with that younger self. And being able to give that younger self one piece of advice for launching a business, what would that be and why? Given what you know now,
1: it's of a tough, it's always a tough question, huh? You know, so when 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 I when I joined my my second job after my first, I would say uh, uh, failure experience, I did this kind of uh, uh, you know utility matrix where where I put criterias, uh, for example, uh, I don't know the salary. Uh, the technology, the product, uh, uh, the people, etc., and I had like different opportunities, and I tried to assess, you know, the opportunities based on the on those criteria, and then you know, the, like do a kind of a, a weighted average uh, of the ratings that I would put, uh, and then gave me, I would say, like uh, uh, like 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 a winner, and uh, and uh, and I picked it. Uh, I think one thing that I, that that uh, that I underestimated is the people, for sure. Uh, so. You know, industry it's important, technology it's important, etc. But the most important thing, I, I would say, the, is the people you are working with. Uh, and if you you need to be like a a, a mix of like inspired and uh, and getting along well with each other, etc. And that's the things that uh, uh, that we should prioritize.
0: I love that. So, Jordan, for the people that are listening, that would love to reach out and say hi. What is the best way for them to do so? or LinkedIn. Is it enough? Is enough? Is it enough? Well, Jordan, thank you so much for being on the Dealmaker Show today. It has been an honor to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. If you like the show, make sure that you hit that subscribe button. If you could leave a review as well, that would be fantastic. And if you got any value, either from this episode or from the show itself, share it with a friend. Perhaps they also appreciate it. So also remember that if you need any help